0: Welcome to AHE's second pre-concert podcast, 18th century music. Over time, we'll be delving into different aspects of various 18th century composers' lives, their music, and looking at the context, philosophies, and ideas that surrounded their music-making. I'm your host, Sky McIntosh, artistic director of the Australian Haydn Ensemble. In today's episode, we'll be looking at some of the most famous musical families of the 18th century, including the Mozarts, the Haydn's and other influences such as J.C. Bach and the Bach family, who you will no doubt be familiar with. The musical families that shaped and influenced a young Mozart are a central theme for our upcoming concert entitled the Haydn's, the Mozart's and the Bear. And today we'll be discussing Mozart's relationship with his father, Leopold, Johann Christian Bach, and also Wolfgang Mozart's friendship with Michael Haydn, who was the more troubled and less well-known brother of our namesake, Joseph Haydn. The Mozart family was an interesting and close one Thanks to their detailed letters that have been well preserved, we have a lot of information about what they were like, their points of view, friendships, influences, and what happened in their daily lives. Leopold Mozart, the father of Wolfgang, is often thought of today as an overprotective father who paraded a young Mozart around the countryside, presenting him as a child prodigy to anyone that would listen. Well, that was of course true, it did indeed happen, but he was so much more than that. He was a violinist and keyboard player, and also a very successful composer and pedagogue. He wrote one of the very first treatises on how to play the violin, which is still an excellent source of information for players today to understand classical and Baroque styles of string playing. Our upcoming program features an interesting and playful work that is thought to have been written by Leopold, the Cassation in G for toys and orchestra. First of all, you might ask, what's a Cassation? Well in the musical context of the 18th century it refers to an informal instrumental composition similar to a divertimento which might have been performed outdoors or in a sort of less formal setting. This work definitely fits that bill with the inclusion of toy instruments along with the regular orchestra. The instrumentation includes a toy trumpet, a snare drum, various bird calls which include a cuckoo and a nightingale and a ratchet This piece was long attributed to Joseph Haydn but later thought to have been written by Leopold. Other scholars have also suggested that it may have actually been written by Michael Haydn. It's still not 100% clear and we may never know but it's a very fun work and it plays well to our theme of youthful influence capturing a capricious element of playful music and humor coming out of the 18th century. Let's have a listen to the first movement of that here. We can hear the use of the toy instruments. I love the way that this work starts off as what could be a serious symphony, only to be interrupted by these crazy toy instruments as soon as it gets going. Obviously Mozart's father, if he did indeed write this work, must have had a sense of humour. And in that way was clearly a strong influence on the young Mozart, who is also known for some of his silly jokes. Another person who was very influential on the young Mozart was Johann Christian Bach, who was the eighth son of J.S. Bach, and the youngest of his sons. He was also known as the London or English Bach due to the time he spent there. Johann Christian had moved to London in 1762, where he wrote many operas for the King's Theatre and was the music master to Queen Charlotte. He also wrote concertos and symphonies and chamber music and much more. Mozart met J.C. Bach at quite a young age when his father brought him to London and he ended up spending five months taking lessons in composition under his direction. Mozart arranged three of Bach's sonatas into keyboard concertos and later in his life Mozart was said to have acknowledged um, how much he had learned from Johann Christian In our concert coming up we perform his opus six number six symphony in g minor which is a little more in the storm and stress style rather than the humorous cassation for toys that we just heard composed in the 1760s the opus six symphonies would have been performed in the concert series of Bach's good friend arbel whose music series was presented at carlisle house in soho let's have a listen to that vibrant drama, I can certainly see why Mozart was impressed and influenced by this music. There was though another musical family that had an important influence on the young Mozart and that was the Haydn family. Joseph and Michael were the sons of a wheelwright and they were five years apart in age. Michael was the younger brother of Joseph and also became a good friend of the young Mozart. Michael Haydn was absolutely prolific in his musical output over a wide stretch of time. He wrote many concertos, serenades, dances, marches, string quartets, quintets, and also solo keyboard works, although his largest output was in the realm of sacred music. As far as we know, Mozart met Michael Haydn at the funeral of the Archbishop whom Michael was working for. But it's very likely that they met before this and that it just wasn't written down. Michael Haydn had been commissioned to write a requiem for the archbishop, and Mozart was there performing in the orchestra. Though Michael Haydn and the young Mozart were 18 years apart, they became good friends. There's a great story about a time when Michael Haydn was too ill to finish a commission of duos for violin and viola. And so Mozart wrote the remaining two of the set of six so that Haydn could still be paid his fee. When Mozart received his mysterious commission to write a requiem 20 years later, in the last year of his own life, he used Michael Haydn's requiem as a model. This was quite a normal thing to do in the classical era. And Mozart is quite well known for having borrowed um, material from other composers and then reinvented it in a more interesting or elaborate way. Let's have a little listen to Michael Haydn's Requiem and see if we can hear any of Mozart's Requiem in there. Wow, such a great piece. I think it's safe to say that we can hear at least some influence of this piece on Mozart's Requiem. Michael Haydn apparently thought his music was quite good and in fact better than that of his older brother Joseph, which I guess it might depend on which particular piece you are listening to as to whether you could say that was true or not. Michael Haydn no doubt wrote some excellent music and is highly underrated today, but was he a better composer overall than Joseph Haydn? Joseph's quite tricky to compete with. For our playful program coming up in April, we present one of his best symphonies. It's the Symphony Number no. 82, which has the nickname Le Ouse, or The Bear. This is an excellent work, and the nickname comes from a recurring feature that we hear in the last movement, in which Haydn imitates a bagpipe with this low sustained drone. The nickname comes from an 1829 piano arrangement of the symphony that had words on the on the movement, The Dance of the Bear. The work was completed in 1786, five years before Haydn went to London and was part of his famous set of Paris symphonies. Let's have a listen to that bagpipey last movement. <laughs> (音楽) Oh, my God. Personally, really looking forward to playing that work for you in the concert coming up. For me, a work like this really sums up so much about the 18th century. There's a sense of discovery, there's playfulness, there's the influence of other composers, folk music, and all put together with great beauty. Well, we've run out of time today, but I hope you have enjoyed exploring some of the musical family relationships that influenced and shaped the works of Mozart and also hearing a little bit of the music that we will feature in our performance in April. We're really looking forward to this concert um, entitled The Mozart's, The Haydn's, and The Bear. And you can listen in from anywhere in the world via the Australian Digital Concert Hall, or you can be there in person in Sydney at the City Recital Hall on Sunday, the 30th of April, or in Canberra on Friday night, the 28th of April at the Fitters Workshop as part of the opening celebrations of the Canberra International Music Festival. You can book tickets for these performances via our website at www.australianhyden.com.au and we really hope to see you there. I'll be back soon with another podcast as part of our June program, Distill with David Greco and Melissa Farrow, featuring some stunning music of Vivaldi, Telemann and Beaver. Thanks again for joining me. I'm Sky McIntosh, Artistic Director of the Australian Haydn Ensemble.